0: But are you willing to get uncomfortable? Are you ready for change? All right, guys, welcome to Entrepreneurs on Fire for Christ, where we help you launch, grow, and scale your companies on the solid foundation, biblical principles in the marketplace. And we're so excited we have a guest with us today. And man, this guy is just a rock star out in the marketplace, and he is teaching people how to actually take their idea that god-given vision helping them clarify that god-given vision and actually put it into a membership program where you can actually go out and make money for your family and maybe do what what they did they were actually teachers and they transitioned they made the jump and I, i know right on your website it says hey 100 people at 50 bucks a month that's 60 grand right and what was it and I can't remember, man. Anyways, I'm just so excited to have you on Shane. And I don't want to take away uh, from too much of your thunder, but I can go on. I've, I've like gone on his podcast. I've seen the people that he's interviewed and, and that he's been on their podcast. And these guys are the ones that are out there making it happen. So he's actually a voice, um, a voice, I think to be reckoned with, but you are a voice in the marketplace. And You know, I, I believe the Bible says that no one comes to the father unless the spirit draws him. And when I saw you speak, and I heard you speak, I was drawn to that voice or that spirit mm. inside of you. So I just want to encourage you today um, just, to, just to let things flow and stuff because, you know, all things work together for good to those who love God. And this is just going to, man, I'm just excited. Let me just pray us in real quick. Okay, Shane? Let's do it, man. Father, we just come before you as iron sharpens iron. Your word says, as a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. And I just thank you right now. Um, for your word. I thank you for um, men and women in my life that your word says that who's your family, those doing the will of the Father. And I really believe that this man and wife are doing your will, God. I ask you to bless them. I ask you to bless their businesses. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's everybody welcome Shane Sam to the
1: stage. What's up? Amen, son. Man, I have not been prayed into a podcast before, actually. I've done a bunch of them, but that, that's the first time I've been prayed into a podcast, man. But I'm on fire and I'm pumped for all those kind words you said about me and Jocelyn. And uh, you know, that what I say on the front of my uh my website is we believe everybody has God given talents and experiences. That they can use to start an online business, start a membership site, to go out and monetize their wisdom and find 100 people to pay them $50 a month to make $60,000 a year on the internet, man. So you almost had it. I just had, but I came in and I got it for right, you, the baby. Point. I got it, man. That's what, that's what we do over at Flip Lifestyle, man. And uh, we sneak in the gospel everywhere we go. So it's all good, man.
0: I love how you just, you are very, very clear with your intentions. And I think that's one of the things that we challenge with. Is as entrepreneurs sometimes we see squirrels, we see rabbit, you know, all those different types of things. I chase and a I lot think- of squirrels now.
1: Let's not be I'm not gonna toot my <laughs> horn too much here, George. I, I can I can cut a promo, but sometimes I'm running after squirrels just like everybody else.
0: Yeah. But you make it real. Like when I was I was listening to um, one of your videos and you're like you're like, Hey, you guys, this stuff isn't easy. This is you know what I mean? You're like, but this is you gotta if you want to press in, you can do this. But when you have, I think you're you know, what God's doing in you is giving you a mentor mentorship. A heart posture. That's the same thing that he did to me. I didn't have a mentor in my life. Mm. You know, for me, it was somebody that had been through divorce, somebody that was ready to pull a bullet in their head. Somebody that was, you know what I mean? I needed a father in my life. You know what I mean? And I think that's what I like the Holy spirit to show me that you are a father to many. You're mm. not just a coach. You're not just a mentor, but you are a father. And I just speak that to you because I can see the Holy spirit on you. I can see that God is just moving. He's going to do something just in the spiritual sense that is he brings into you from the north south and the east and the west that he's just going to do something not only deeper in your walk with god but deeper with your people so i just i love that so well, i got to ask you what's your what's your favorite scripture you got a scripture on stuff and i got a
1: oh yeah that. i got i got a bunch of them i swear it keep my list keeps growing because i'm always digging for a for a for a woman i need it but uh my life verse is romans uh 12, 12. And uh, it says, Endure in Hope, uh, Be Patient in Affliction, and Persevere in Prayer. And I just, I love Romans in, in particular. And whenever I'm struggling in my walk, I go to Romans 12 and read the whole chapter. Because if you ever need a guidebook to be a good Christian, how to live it, that's that's where you got to go. But Romans 12, 12, man, has been important to me ever since I was in high school. Um, I was a really, really good football player in high school. And, uh, one year I dev had a devastating knee injury. I tore every ligament. in My right leg didn't walk for months and I lost football. I lost my identity. I lost, you know, my friends changed my peer group changed. I remember the coaches were just dropped me out of their life because they, I wasn't, you know, useful on Friday night anymore. And I really found that verse at that time. And I was like, Hey, rejoice in hope, dude, football's not the end of me. I've got plenty of life left to live, uh, be patient in affliction. You know, I had to learn to walk again. I remember one night me and my mom fell apart, just mm. crying in each other's arms because we were so frustrated because they, they did surgery on both legs. They get parts out of one to fix the other. So I had no legs for like a half a year. And then, uh, wow. you know, and, and then persevere in prayer, man, I had to pray my way through that. And that's definitely not the only thing in my life that I've had to pray through, but man, anything going on in your life, good or bad, you can grab on to Romans 12, 12 and, uh, wow. it's been a lot to me. So it's a hard
0: time sometimes when you're going through life and you're going through those, that crushing process where he's molding you, you know, and, and stuff. And it's like, we have to come to that place of we have to realize that every good and perfect thing comes from above. And mm-hmm. that God has a, a plan for good and not of evil to give us a and hope. I would not, hope.
1: I would not be here if I had not, yeah. uh, if I had not lost football then, I would not have gained it back in my football coaching career. I would have not have been a college football coach, a head coach in high school. Mm-hmm. I would not have had the skill set that I needed to start building, growing online business. And um, yeah. I, I look back now and I'm thankful uh, for all those long hours laying in that bed with two casts on, uh, for sure. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow, God is good. Mm-hmm. Hey, take us back to that aha moment that you
0: had. Like you were, You and your wife were full-time teachers. Sure. Right, yeah. and I mean, I know that's a grind, and it's limited uh, financially and stuff, and those types. Very of things, limited.
1: Like... Very limited.
0: <laughs> Dude. My daughter's a teacher, and she's like, "Hey, Dad, I'm gonna have a week off next week because it's summer break or something." I'm like. Really, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you have no idea what
1: teachers go through." Yeah, but I, but I have no money to go anywhere. That's the problem. Yeah. when you're a school teacher because I, I I always tell people uh, when I was a school teacher, I had a steady paycheck, but it got but it came on Friday and ran out on Thursday. So like there you you, got, go. a, a, you know, and I I remember you know growing up, my dad always said when I went to college, he goes, "Be a teacher, be a teacher. You always have a job. They always need teachers. You got a paycheck. You got health insurance, and someday you'll get retirement, right?" And I, I bought into that, man. I bought into that good enough right. lifestyle, dude. And I became a social right. studies teacher. My wife became a, a, an elementary librarian. And we were living that good enough lifestyle with the above mm-hmm. ground pool and the 2.2 cars and 2.2 kids, man. And, and you know, a few payments. And Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. Those. There was a lot more of them than there was paycheck. Always a lot more paycheck. Right. Um, but i tell you what happened. Um, you know, I, I had been frustrated with teaching a little bit. At the time that we kind of went down this rabbit hole, but um, something happened in our life that really woke me up um, that I was going on the wrong path, um like many you know people uh, working people, we had to use daycare for our children and uh I was going to school one morning. my wife took my daughter to her daycare because she was um, an infant she was only like eighteen months old, and my son went to a different daycare and one morning. Uh, My son would not come out of the car. He just would not get out of his car seat. It was winter. He had one of those big puffy coats on, and I was wrestling with him, and he was just throwing an absolute bonkers fit. And out of nowhere, he just blurted out, she scares me. And I stopped, and I said, who scares you? And he told me, one of the workers inside the daycare facility, and Mm. I said, why does she scare you? And um, he told me, uh, in, in fewer words than this, that she was locking him in a bathroom. And we would find oh out how old was he at the time? About three, about three or four. And um, he oh, was, wow. so he was a toddler. He, he was just becoming verbal. And as we, we pieced back, you know, we went back farther. We, we saw the clues with twenty twenty hindsight, this was going on, but we would find out that uh, a lady at the daycare was locking Isaac in a bathroom for three, four hours at a time in the dark with the lights out oh um, to punish him for potty training accidents. Um, another worker, eventually at this daycare facility went to jail And, uh, we, it was all in the newspapers. They were, they were taking beanbags and sitting on kids to hold them down. And finally someone filmed that I think is what really got them caught. Um, and it really, it was, it was really devastating because this facility was a fixture in our town. This old lady, this little old lady who was basically the town's grandmother had, had built it for like 20 years and everybody loved her and she retired, sold it. And within months they had hired new people and all this stuff just went down here really fast. So it was, it was really a huge shock. There were some other horrific things that we found out in there. But at this moment, I just found out that someone was torturing my child in this daycare facility. And I am standing there in this parking lot. I tried to call Jocelyn, couldn't get a hold of her. Tried to call other people in my family. Everybody's work at work. Couldn't get a hold of anybody. Tried to call my principal. Didn't, couldn't get an answer. And here I am, you know, school's getting ready to start. I've got a c- contracted legal obligation to be in this building Uh, for my class, but I've also got this crazy thing that I don't really know what's going on with my son. So I did the only thing I could do at the time. I I wanted to be a good employee. I wanted to run to school and tell him what was going on and and come back. I actually took Isaac to uh, his sister's daycare center. There was a lady there that had kept him when he was a baby. And I said, hey, I know he can't stay here, but but let me run to work real quick. Tell him what's going on. Then I'm going to come back and deal with this. Because I'm also struggling here. Like, don't burn down the building. Don't run in and and start killing people. Like, you know, I'm like trying to yeah. hold myself together. here. Like whoever
0: like, that teacher is,
1: I'm going to kill him. You know what I mean? Like this was, you know, it's unbelievable. So I'm, I'm, I'm pulling back myself. I've got to be at work and I've got to take care of Isaac. So I did the only thing I thought was right at the time. I dropped him off at this daycare center, promised him I'd be back and I drove to school. It was about a 20, 25 minute commute, George. And I went inside and, uh, got a teacher to watch my class real quick. And I went down to tell the administrator, Hey, I got to go. I got to get out of here. I got to go deal with this right now. So there was an interim principal there at the time. She was an older lady. And I told her the same thing. I just told you everything I knew at the time. And he said, she's locked in the bathroom. I need to go deal with this. Uh, But I wanted to be a good employee. I wanted to be a good person. I came in to tell you, and she, I'll never forget it, man. She took her glasses off and laid them on the table. And she leaned back in that way when, when an old timer is about to tell a youngster a lesson, you ever seen somebody look at you that way before She's going to tell you that she's going to tell me that. Right. (laughs) And and she said, Mr. Sam's, it it doesn't sound like your son is in danger right now. So I just want to let you know, I don't have any more subs. I don't have time to watch your class. And um, if your son's not in immediate danger, you're going to have to handle your personal problems after work. I know your son needs you, but your job needs you too. And I, and I, I, I kind of leaned back and I was already furious and I was already confused. And I was already saying, I thought that this person, when I told him that story would say, Hey, you got to go deal with this. I, I, you got to deal with that. But I just right. got no compassion in the moment. And I just looked at her and said, well, what's going to happen if I leave? And she said, well, you could be written up and you could, you could be fired. You have an obligation to be here. And I said, well, I'm just going to have to take that chance. So I left, I just walked out of her class and I got in my car and I drove uh, her office and I got in my car and I drove back and man, I, I caught my eye in the rearview mirror on the way back uh, to Isaac that day. And I was furious, George. I was so mad, but not at the worker because of what that person's mistakes or what they had done, not at my boss uh, for what she had just said to me. It was at myself. I was mad that I had given so much control of my life, so much power away for a steady paycheck and some health insurance that someone thought my job was on equal footing with my child. And I made a promise to myself that day, man, that I would become and stay self-employed. I would I would take control of my life. And uh, whenever my children or my wife or my family needed me, I would be there for them, not just financially or strength or whatever it was, but with time. I would take control of my time. And that kind of started me down the rabbit hole of online business or business. Can I make money myself? Do I need a yeah. job? <laughs> Am I going to get rid of this seven years of college and master's degree? first to chase something else. And, mm-hmm. um, it eventually led us to online business. That's crazy.
0: That's crazy. But I, I can, I mean, I can see the the passion in
1: your eyes. And when,
0: and I, I think that was, that was that aha moment that you had, that God gave you clarity that, 100%. Hey, I have to do something. I have to do something again. Yeah. Um, for me, it was, I was in the car business and I had, you know, it's making five, six, seven, ten 10 grand a month. And i you know, nice houses, nice cars and everything. But then it's like, I can't even be in the house of God on Sunday because they want me to work half the time. I'm working in the evenings. My marriage is suffering. And I have what they call We used to call it a just over broke job because, you know, it's paycheck to paycheck. When you're in a lot of these commission things, like if, even if you're selling product, uh, you know, digital marketing products and some, like some of them are like feast and famine. You sell, you know, you have a great sale and then nobody wants it anymore. And then all of a sudden the next month, famine. You know, (laughs) but I think with the membership piece of it is there's a you know the consistency of those things. And and I heard you talking and it was like, hey, you have a certain amount of time people stay in these types of programs. But the key is is you just continually finding a flow of traffic to keep increasing and building your funnel and and stuff. And the cool part about that is is when you look at it like hey, I have trained them up. They have been discipled as far as they've learned how to do a membership site. I've planted some seeds of the gospel and now they're getting sent out. You yes. know what I mean? So how cool is that? And they're getting sent out to go help others and create more membership programs and stuff. So I'm I'm honestly very in, um uh intrigued by yeah. what you do and stuff. And I know that um, you know, I've seen some other people do similar types of things and I've been at different events and stuff, but just your heart for God and just um Well, you know, I, I, dude, like I, didn't, I feel like we're brothers in Christ now and yeah, in business. Man. So it's like Dude, Man, the
1: membership like- model where it came from was, you know, after this happened, I was uh, one it was a couple months later and I'd started looking at some things like I was like, well, maybe I can be a handyman. And Jocelyn was like, but you're not handy. <laughs> so I couldn't be a handyman to make money. And I said, well, maybe I could do, right. you know, we could start our own business now. And one day I was in the car and I just was looking out the window and Jocelyn was driving. And I had this idea that I couldn't shake. It's actually on my T-shirt right now it's actually I said I looked over at Jocelyn I said I wonder if I could get a hundred people on the internet to send me fifty dollars and that's literally all I said like I didn't have an idea for a business I was just like she goes what are you talking about and I was like well there's seven billion people on the planet earth and there's four billion people connected to the internet I wonder if I could just convince a hundred of them to send me fifty dollars there's got to be a way to do that and she said yeah I don't think you're gonna that's gonna work and uh, and I, how you, how would you ever get someone to just send you money? And I'm like, well, that's to sell them something. But if I could just do that every month, we'd make five thousand dollars a month. That'd replace our income. We'd make sixty grand mm-hmm. a year, and we could become and we could be self employed. So what? As I was looking for things to do, I started thinking, how am I going to get people to give me $50 a month? How am I going to get people to give me $50 a month? And I just kept saying that over and over again. And one day I was That's like, on, I think like pastors are like, how can I get these people to tithe? How can I get them to tithe? How am I going to do that? Right. Well, I, 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 I here's a, here's a, something that a buddy of mine said on my, on my podcast, uh, he's a pastor and, or he's in ministry. And uh, he said, uh, he said, "It's a lot easier to sell somebody something that, or it's a lot easier to make money when you're selling something than asking for something." So, like, maybe maybe the church needs to sell some people. I, like I, right? I
0: like that. I like that.
1: But I was on a lawnmower one day and I was cutting my grass and I was listening to a podcast uh, by this guy named Pat Flynn. I always mention his name everywhere I go. Uh, he's become a good friend of mine and I absolutely love him so much. And uh, he changed my life this when I heard his podcast. And he was talking about a blog that he had written and he had grown an audience. And he had created a study guide that was, that was basically a PDF you download uh, from mm-hmm. an email. And this study guide was uh, so to help st- architecture students pass the architecture exam. He sold it for about 49 bucks, and he made $9,000. And I about flipped my lawnmower in the middle of that grass. I jumped off of it and just let it go. And I didn't even try to turn it off. I didn't even care if it was still running over to the neighbor's yard. And I mm-hmm. ran inside, and I said, Jocelyn, this is how we're going to get hundred people to send us $50 a month. We can email them these files. We can take our knowledge. We can take our wisdom. We can take our God given experience and we can turn it into digital products and we can let people access this. So that was the rabbit hole that we went down was we would create digital products and we would deliver them online. It still wasn't a membership yet, but that was the initial seed that, Hey, there's, there's a knowledge industry. There's a knowledge base. We can solve people's problems virtually and people will, uh, Will send us money for it, and that—that that was the start of our uh, uh, business. Not flip bot style. We actually went down yeah. the uh, lesson plan business. Is what we and, yeah. uh, fo- and football playbooks. That's what we sold at first.
0: Uh,
1: you know, just like an
0: unction, like you know, being like I think you're a, you're you have that strategy type of mindset too. And it's like when that you get that aha moment. It's like I just want to speak this out because when you mentioned Pat Flynn, I actually sent him an uh, Instagram message the other day. I listened, I listened to, you know, you know, Clubhouse, right? You've heard Clubhouse now. Oh yeah. And so I was, I've been in there a little bit and really kind of just digesting it and understanding the platform and, and the power of it. It's, it's absolutely amazing. And some of it's, you know, some of these rooms are junk and they're stupid, but some of them are very, very powerful. But what I did was I went on YouTube and I typed in um, something about Clubhouse, how to, right. And so Pat went on there with his five tips of, of, um, clubhouse so it was really really good I texted him and so it's just funny that you mentioned Pat Flynn and I've seen him speak before and stuff and, and he's, he's really cool yeah. um in fact he's on my Amazing list to guy. have on my pod he's on my list to have on my podcast once I build up a little bit there you go and uh, but now I can do some name dropping that's what I'm talking about I'm like, like I interviewed Shane you know Shane I got hey, Shane what's up? I got Shane. <laughs> Shane came on here he's all fired up you know? that's right and then uh, um and so what happened so anyway this is just i just want to encourage anybody that's watching this right now i really believe there's a set time there's a set time when doors open there's certain you know i've heard what, there's certain doors you got to kick down i'd rather have the just the door open for me honestly i don't yes. mind making the call making the thing but i'm not going to push something and overreach because i've done that in the past and usually the thing don't work i'm going to yes. wait on god for, to bring the right opportunity at the right time through the right man through the right season and i really believe there's people that are listening right now that this is that set time for them to move out from that, that job that they can't stand, move out from, um, corporate America, they have money in the bank. It's not an issue. And it's, and it's, it's something that they can even do. We're going to put all your information in the show notes. I've, I've gone through all your stuff and it's something that, that they can do part-time to get started because there's a clarifying the vision. You know, sometimes it's like they have an idea, they have a product and different things and they don't know how to clarify it and put it into a program. Sure. And and sometimes it's, you really I have to get online with somebody to help clarify that vision. So, but the thing is, what I want to say is, especially people that have a voice that speak, right, that, that are talkers, right? And they're passionate about their, their stuff. They're passionate about their program. It's kind of like, you know, it's like a neuroassociation where they just, they know what to say. All they do is open their mouth and stuff comes out, right? When you get on Clubhouse, what happens is, is you can raise your hand and ask a question and they give you a platform. They put you right up there and you can talk. And then you create your own room and whatever that service or product or idea or that coaching idea is, you can start a room that is all about math or all about, um, whatever it is and bring people into it and then have them like you on Instagram. And then you can text them, let them know, Hey, about your program. I think it's a, a huge, huge opportunity, um, really for you, Shane, even too, to grow your platform is getting in there. I'll do a room with you. Let's go.
1: We, uh, you know you said something interesting there. it's kind of like the clubhouse or podcasting or blogging, or it's one, it's a principle of our, it's one of our values is that you, you have to put yourself in the right place to be at the right place in the right time. Right. And yes, positioning. And also too, just like the people you're around, the actions you're taking on a daily basis. I always tell people if you're going to start an online business, it's going to be really difficult, but if you're consistent, prolific and relentless, and you're constantly looking for opportunities to be in the right place at the right time, good things will happen. It's one reason we started uh flip lifestyle was to help is to give people a place to be in the right place at the right time. Cause when I started, dude, it was not easy and I didn't have anybody around me to help me do anything. And I had to figure it all out for myself. And in fact, I'll tell you a story here. It's actually a little miraculous, but it's also terrible. I went like months, dude. And I was just overwhelmed. My wife was looking at me like, what are you doing? I was spending, hours and hours every night after the kids went to bed trying to figure out how to build a website trying to figure <laughs> out how to do marketing i was like i would have yard sales like i would i would coach on friday and we win or lose and i'd get up uh saturday morning and i would uh, we'd be in the film room till two in the morning i'd get up saturday Come morning up. And just walking through the house selling stuff at a yard sale. Just anything I could sell to buy a course or to buy because back in 2012, they didn't have all this stuff, hey, all these tools.
0: When you want to buy, buy a course and you go to your wife, say, Hey, hi, honey, I want to spend a thousand dollars. Hey, hey, baby, or, do you still want this? Grander, like, no, I was going to her, say, I was going through no, was her like, closet. You
1: still want to be married? I know, right? I was going through her closet, like, hey, do you want this dress? You haven't worn this in a while. I'm gonna walk down to the <laughs> end of the driveway, honey, and sell this. And I thought about renting the kids. If anybody wanted to rent the kids 20 bucks an hour, just have fun and act like you're a parent. Oh, yeah. I, I, Any way I could do make money, man. And, uh, but, dude, but I was failing miserably because it was so hard uh, to figure out how to do all this all by yourself. Mm-hmm. And, Uh, I was I I tried like I had a spammy site I had Google ads all over it and I would try to hide stuff in the middle for looking for accidental affiliate clicks or anything I could do to try to make money online because I was what I was trying to do though I was trying to prove to Jocelyn that it was real that we could do this that this Pat Flynn guy wasn't a liar and wasn't full of crap and I just kept going and going and I almost gave up I really did man I almost gave up a few times Dude, I'm telling you, I I I'm kind of an all or nothing kind of person. Like I'm come I'm going out of the aircraft or I'm not. You know, on the skydiving. Yeah. I'm and jumping. Yeah. So I was I was hardcore in, until I burn out this one night. I was laying in bed about midnight. And you ever been so depressed, like you've been laying on your back and like you got your head propped up on a pillow and you got like the computer on your chest and you're trying to like move the mouse with your chin. Like that was the level of depression <laughs> I was at at that night, man. And, uh, and, I, and I, I got frustrated. I slammed my computer shut and I went to the bathroom to get ready for bed. And I was so depressed, uh, George, I didn't even turn on the light. I was just standing there in the bathroom, doing my business, going, what are you doing? I walked over to the sink. I started brushing my teeth, I'm like, "This is so stupid. You're wasting so much time, you're spending money." And I, and I looked up and I remember catching my, myself in the mirror, and the light from the bedroom was like on one half of my face, and the darkness of the bathroom was on the other side of my face. And I felt like I am literally at a crossroads, look at this." And I just stopped brushing my teeth, and I leaned back and I looked up and I prayed, and I just said, "God, look, man, if, is this real? Like, is this really real? Like if it's not? I accept that I, if you, you show show me a sign that this is not real and I will go back to the place that you put me on, you put me in this classroom, you put Mm -hmm. me in this, um, I'll, I'll trust you. But if it is real, tell me that, show me that, right? If, 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 if if this Pat Flynn guy's real, if all these people are actually making money online, which was not a thing back in 10 years ago, like, please Show me that, but I'll, I'll take either sign you give me. I'm not looking for Mm -hmm. the magic. I just want the sign. And, um, you know, I put my toothbrush down, walk back and I reached down to get my computer and I picked it up and I was getting ready to put it up. And, um, I don't know what came over me, but I said, I'm going to check my stuff one more time. So I opened the computer. Jocelyn was sitting there reading a book. Kids were fast asleep. It's late at night. And I looked at my Google AdWords and there it was zero, just like every other night no money, nothing, no clicks, no traffic, nothing. And I hit refresh to let it come back up on the screen. And whereas zero had been there before, there was 11 cents. There was 11 cents in my ad account. And I got tears in my eyes and I jumped up at the to the sky, and I started celebrating like we had just won the Super Bowl. And Jocelyn's freaking out. She's like, The kids are asleep. What are you doing? And I said, Look. And I flipped the screen around and I said, I made content and I put it on the internet, and somebody sent money back. This is real. If it can be 11 cents, it can be 11 dollars, it can be 1100 dollars. It's just a math game. Now, and honey, I was standing in the bathroom 10 minutes ago and I said, "God, I ain't made a dime." And just to show off, he gave us a dime and a penny back. And I said, "I and I told her that story and I was like, "This is real. This is a sign." This has he gave you ten percent back. That's right, man. He's, he's honoring the commitment, right? What does he say? What does he say? Like, test me in this, right? So yeah. I was like, I'm on this,
0: yeah.
1: And, I, and, and as I'm saying this, though, I, re, I realized that my wife has been looking at me like a madman for about six months now, and I'm like, this sounds ridiculous. I just told her I found couch cushion money, and that I got a sign from God that I need to go down and be an online entrepreneur. But, but to her credit, man, God bless Jocelyn. She leaned over and kind of was like, "Huh, that's interesting." What else could we do? And that's when we really went hardcore into digital products, went really hardcore into uh, we, we created lesson plans and blogs for librarians. If you, you think your idea is bad, we wanted to sell lesson plans to elementary school librarians. There ain't many of those anyway, right? It's not a big market. Yeah, that's but, a- but we started blogging. Jocelyn started creating lesson plans. We built up a little email list of a couple hundred people we sent an email out and said, Hey, do you want us to make lesson plans uh, for your classroom uh, in August? And uh, if you do, we'll make them. And mm-hmm. thank goodness people bought it, man. we made 2,500 bucks on that first email we sent out. And um, that was like, a teaching salary you, got, some,
0: you got some of the teachers making some of the, the uh, product for you or something. Cause I watched that. That, was,
1: that <laughs> was way later. That was way later. Jocelyn made every minute of every lesson of every day for the first year. And uh, cause we had to make it, we would sell them. Here's what we did. We would we we didn't even have them made. We would say, "Do you want to buy this? If so, vote with your wallet." So twenty five hundred bucks. Jocelyn would go make August. Then in September, she said, "Well, you want us to make September thirty five hundred bucks, forty five hundred bucks." And we just kept doing that, pre-selling the lessons uh, one month at a time for these librarians for the first year. And that's when I was like, "Wait a minute! If we just sell them once and charge them every month, it's a membership." We can right. get a hundred teachers to give us fifty dollars a month, like a, like Netflix or something, right? And we turned it into a membership. in In, a, in July of 2013, we made fifteen thousand dollars on the internet. In August, we made thirty six thousand dollars. You were hooked. Well, in August, I said, "If we can do this part time, what could we do full time?" So right. yeah. in September, we went in and we put in our two week notice, and on September 27th. Uh, 2013, we became and stayed self-employed, and we've been that way ever since. And we've been making our entire living uh, on the internet. And this was way before Flip Lifestyle. In
0: 2014, you did 140 grand.
1: Yeah, it, that that was insane. Yeah, like I yeah. that was and that I, was. I know, like it was, it was, it was, it was, it was so unbelievable. I still don't believe it when people say it because it's like you can make a hundred grand in a month. Like, how is that even possible to do that?
0: So many you know? lives that can change. So many, you know, and it's. Not, I think it's not not necessarily the money that a lot of us are after it's the time freedom and being mm-hmm. able to, you know, where the scriptures talk about, it's better to give than receive. Yeah. You know, I can remember a time that, you know, my pastor asked me a question. He said, Hey, if there was one thing that God took out of your life that it would make it really, really hard, what would that be? And, you know, of course my wife and my kids and those types of things, but it was the ability to give, you know, yeah. the, the ability to um, really to be able to write those checks when you want to help somebody or write them to the church or, or just bless somebody, you know. Well, well, and,
1: and um, I had a I had a really strong mentor in the online world tell me one time, money makes the mission possible. Yeah. Like you like that that's the money is just a tool, right? Like we can the numbers are important. I am I am a big believer in that. Numbers are very important because what you accomplish is going to be directly related to the budget of what you want to accomplish. And God will provide it, but you can't just walk on you can't just do it for free right? Yeah. You got to pr- bring the value, yes. right? You got to bring, bring the- you got to bring the value and money makes those things possible. Money makes the mission possible. Money makes advertising possible. Money makes your mm-hmm. family's security possible. You know, yeah. but money makes all those things possible and it's okay to make money as long as you're using that tool and being a good steward of it. Um, just like right. the Jesus told us with the talents to go out and multiply them. You got to do the same right. thing.
0: Well, in Deuteronomy, it says that he, you know, a lot of the the name it and claim it if you will, churches will use it, but they take it out of context and they don't use the full scripture. It says, he is the one that gives us the power to get wealth, to go on, in this. but then it says to establish his covenant on earth. Yeah. That how else is he going to establish his covenant unless the body of Christ, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, right, rise up and take on the mantle that God's called him to take, bring in provision for the kingdom, right? How else are you going to, build wells in africa and and help people with houses and give them bibles right they don't they don't care what you know until you know they know that you want to help feed them first really because it's like those the natural precedes the spiritual so as we feed the children as we feed entrepreneurs and, and help them take their business to the next level then we we sow into them spiritually so the natural precedes the spiritual and um Man, I just, I, I just, I just love what you guys are doing, and so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. So, all the right. really cool part about doing a podcast, um, everybody, is you can ask questions of these um, these guys that come on that really have a lot more experience than you do, and it can be a blessing to you and your company also. So, I know you're actually doing two podcasts. You, you got Pat Flynn, you got all these guys coming on, right? And I've seen them because it's funny because I have them all on my, uh, um, you know, I have certain. Certain people in, like, a certain <laughs> list, and it's colored, like, blue. Like, you're not ready for those people yet. <laughs> now I am, Shane. Now I am. That's right,
1: man. So, yeah, you be – hey, listen, man. Let me tell you something. You'd be surprised. Like, like I, my guest list is stupid on membership. Membership Masters is my second podcast. Flip Lifestyle is my first one. So, on the right. first one, I talk to my members, and I actually just help them. Like, it's a coaching call, basically. And then I play it for everybody so they can learn. The second one is, like, talking to ballers. You know, like I got some guests right, coming yeah. up that I don't even have any business talking to myself. So like but like you'd be they're all just normal people and you'd be shocked people yeah, so cool say yes if you just ask, right? Like they're yeah. all just struggling and behind the scenes trying to figure it out. And and it's just, yeah. you know, we've all just suffered through a year of pandemic and chaos and they're feeling it too, man. So yes, yeah. those guys will be on your radar before you know it.
0: Yeah, it's it's really cool. And and you know, it's like it as when God puts the people, the right people together, and there's sincerity and truth, and it's not, you know, the ways of this world, bullshit lies and hypocrisy. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: You know, that's one of the things like with Clubhouse, you, you go on their bios. I did $5 trillion. You know what I mean? Well, half of these people are lying. No, oh, yeah. Half of them just want your money. And yeah. then they have a, you know, hey, I did $5 trillion. Then they have a Cash App thing so you can send money to me. I'm like, yeah. are you serious? And then they have a word from the Lord, some of them. I'm just saying, just be careful with some of this stuff. The Bible says because they have itchy ears, oh, they yeah. heap up for themselves teachers, they turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside the fables. And it's going on in the digital marketing industry also. So we just have to be oh, yeah. sensitive. The body of Christ, we need to realize that Satan comes as an angel of light, right? Yeah. Um, so, but I really believe that you are just authentic as it gets. So tell me this, okay? If I was like out there and I've got a job and stuff, but I got a skill set, whatever that skill set is, tell me the type of people that is your ideal client? Like what kind of courses are they creating or what kind of, um, you know, memberships are they creating?
1: Yeah. I mean, we have people creating everything. It's like, I've got stories that you wouldn't believe. Right. And let let me tell you the principles that guide how we teach memberships. And then I'll tell you some insane examples of what's possible with memberships. Okay. So what we really do lean on, wisdom like we we think that starting with wisdom which at its root is experience is the best place to start it now the the, the yep. name it claim it people are like follow your passions and the money will follow and i'm like yeah, what if yeah. what if my passion is walking on a beach is that my passion that's my my passion is sitting under a pond. Women are my passion women are my passion right that come on man that's not how it works but if you Sex lean into your ex- yeah right if you lean into your experience you're going to find that you have so many uh, ways that you can provide value and that you can solve problems for people. Like the, the very first, say that, uh, say that again, say that again, the, when you lean into your wisdom and your experience, you're going to figure out that you can provide value and solve people's problems. So our first business was elementary We sold that business in 2017 Um, so I don't, we don't own that anymore somebody else does, but we, that first business that we had was based on Jocelyn was a librarian. She couldn't find great quality lesson plans anywhere on the internet. And she said, well, dang it. I may have only been a librarian for three years, but I'm going to make them and I'll provide this solution to the marketplace. And she gave, she delivered maximum value because if you're a teacher, you know, That half your evenings are spent lesson planning for the next day and you're missing time with your spouse, you're missing time with your kids, and you don't want to be doing lesson plans at night. So she not only saved people time, but when she got into the classroom, she made their life easier because from bell to bell, they didn't have to worry about anything but teaching the lesson right they got to be a teacher so she provided tons of value she solved a huge problem and people paid us for it well, i was a football coach but i wasn't a great one my first year as a head coach i was 0 and 10 zero i carried around oh, psalm. No. I, I had a psalm my dad had printed me a psalm that was like it was like valley of shadow of death and all that too like we had about three pages i just carried around on friday nights because i got my brains beat in every every time but i got better you know the second year it was two and eight Then we were three and something. Then we were five and something. And then one year, we went home happy more Friday nights than we didn't. So I had figured out how to win with really slow, bad football players and go home happy more Saturdays than not, or more Friday nights than not. So I just took that experience, that value, and I said, hey, there's probably half the coaches every Friday are getting beat so half of them dudes probably want to know how I figured out how to go from 0 and 10 to 8 and 2. They probably wanted to figure it out. So I put that in a playbook. I put that in an installation guide. I put that in a weightlifting nice. program. And I and I, and I I used my God-given uh, experience and wisdom, and I sold it to people through digital products in a membership, right? So if you'll lean on that first of what are you good at, what is your experience, If and then you learn to love it, you learn to help get, let some passion flow from you, be a power plant and let that generate that passion and flow it yeah. into what you're good at and what God's experienced you with, you're going to do better. So like I've had a, we got a guy named Kenny Triano. He's out in San Diego and uh, I met him. I, I spoke at an event and I met him. I, I had like, a, we had like a little party for our podcast listeners and uh, I met him mm-hmm. and uh, he was telling me, Man, I, for years, my my wife and I, we raised chickens in our backyard in a suburb here in San Diego. And I just, I loved chickens, I loved it. It was nice, you know, we had the, we raised backyard chickens. And then I, I, I heard you guys, and I thought, man, I wonder if I could start a podcast about raising chickens. And then I wonder if I could have a membership of people who wanted to raise backyard chickens. And lo and behold, that dude built an amazing podcast it's called Bread to Perfection, because he talks about breeding nice. the chickens. And he's got hundreds of members from all over the world. and makes his full-time living on his experience with backyards chickens. Right. Um, we've got this, not all of our, our, uh, not all of our examples are farm animals, but the funniest ones are. So I usually go to them. We got this other lady, she lives up in North Dakota out in the middle of nowhere and she raises, (laughs) she raises sheep and then she shears the sheep for the wool and then she dyes the wool and then she turns the wool into these little bitty stuffed animals through this process called needle felting. And, she heard our podcast, she heard our story, she got into our program, and she I remember the day she asked this, do you think that I could make a living teaching people how to make little stuffed animals out of shearing sheep wool? And I'm like, yeah, why not? I mean, all you need you content, community, leadership. If you can do that, you got mm-hmm. it. She builds this huge membership, 400 people paying her $50 a month, making tens of thousands of dollars from the middle of North Dakota. Her and her business partner are going by an old school, and they turn it into the Needle Felting Retreat Center, and they have conferences where they fly people in for, to North Dakota. And she's, she's this little farm in the middle of North Dakota, and she's got this membership of hundreds, I mean hundreds of wow. rabid members. And, uh, and it's, she did it all on the internet. And we've had we've seen people, I mean, we've got people teaching people how to get out of debt like Dave Ramsey and they've got their little tribe. We've got people teaching real estate agents how to be better real estate agents. You mean Dave agents. Ramsey can't have everybody? Dave Ramsey don't get everybody. You can't talk to Dave Ramsey, but you can talk to that. Uh, you, Jennifer, her name is Jennifer Trinidad. She's got a website called budgetdivas.com. Nice. And she's that you can talk to her and you get to hang out with her and mm-hmm. she's not gonna yell at you like Dave, right? And then we've got people, I mean, you name it. We've had people come through the community and build it. we got a lady out in uh, LA. Her name's Rena uh, Oriana. And she has a website. I can't remember exactly what the name is, but she teaches flamenco dancing. And when her studio got shut down at the beginning of the pandemic, luckily she had been in our community and she had built an online membership where she had grown at over a hundred members. She had an online dance studio through courses and live events. And now she's uh, she's almost 400 people. And she is the one of the world's leading people in flamenco dance instruction now, um, all because she created content. She's built an email list. She came in and built a website through the community. She built the membership. She offers courses. She offers community. She offers leadership. And when you do that, um, you're starting to solve problems. You're starting to create value, and people will pay you for it. And you don't need that many people. I like are we, At Elementary Library, Jocelyn had the biggest – she dominated the marketplace. But at our height, we had probably 10% of the market, right? So it's like you don't need that many people uh, to make a ton of money on the Internet and have a huge uh, uh, impact. Like you can't Mm – like a lot of people sell courses, George, but like they don't think about the impact they're having on people. Like they don't think about reaching hundreds of people in different countries, different states. And with the technology we have now and the ease it is to get online, it's not the simplicity. Let's say that, not the ease. Um, you can really have a massive footprint on the planet, and and your ripple, if you threw a pebble in the pond and watch your ripple go mm-hmm. out, um, it can go very, very far from – I'm sitting right now in my guest bedroom and at my house in southeast Kentucky, brother, and yes. we're out here trying to throw our stone every single day, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what mm-hmm. our members do.
0: I heard you were committed to 100 podcasts this year, 100 guests.
1: Yes. For yeah. Times. Yeah. Yeah. man. I mean, because like we we realized we did some analysis, and uh, we realized, mm-hmm. man, when I go tell our story, that a lot of people will come and change their lives because they hear what's yeah. been, two kids from Southeast Kentucky school teachers started yeah. an online. And business. everybody,
0: everybody has a story.
1: Everybody has a story. Into, you
0: know, it, uh, one of the things I I like uh, that I learned is a lot of times you are your greatest, or you are your ideal customer. Oh, yeah, right? for sure. Well, how many – I'm like, how many teachers have – I mean, like you have had to dial into teachers because you're a teacher, so they can relate with you,
1: that. You know, it's what's funny is – let me, let me tell you how that happened. So here's how Flipped Lifestyle happened, and I'll tell you why we have not we've – got, we've got a lot of teachers, but we've never dialed in on it, okay, because that's not really who our avatar was when we figured out when we started Flipped Lifestyle. So we started Elementary Librarian. We started making more money than we ever thought possible. We quit our jobs. Oh, uh, we paid off our house. We're living the dream. I'm mid thirties, you know, man, I've got my kids and you know, I'm good. And, uh, it, uh, flipped lifestyle. Was How actually, old are you now? I'm 43. I'm 43. I'm not that old. I'm getting there though. I'm I got 52. the great, my kid, my, my kids start my kids. They count my grades every, every morning yeah. when we're driving, as we get ready for school. Um, what Was I saying? Oh yeah, but I uh, flip lifestyle was born at Sunday school in Sunday school class actually. Nice. I was a I I'll, 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 I'll tell you the lead in story and then the other story. So the lead in story was that the week before we put in our two week notice, we're in a small town. We knew word was going to travel fast, and you know how word travels in a small town. Every, every when, as soon as we said Shane and Jocelyn are quitting their job, they's going to think we did something bad selling drugs. Shane's going to jail. They're getting divorced. <laughs> like you know that's like you know how the vows go. So I tried to get out ahead of it, right? And I, I led a Sunday school class and uh, our Sunday school class was for parents of school-aged kids, just small kids. Right. And uh, so we're all in there, been together a couple of years. And I said, Hey guys, we want you to pray for us. Uh, we're going to quit our jobs this week. And only a couple of them knew we were doing anything on the internet, that they had no clue what was happening. Right. Jaws. Oh, dropped. I mean, it's a dead silence, man, for like two straight minutes. And I didn't know what to do. So I was like, Okay, let's bow our heads. And I just leaned over and prayed. So like the, for that next couple of weeks, like everyone kept going, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Like, are you crazy? My mom, my mom, she's a Southern mama, man. So imagine a, a Southeast Kentucky mama cornering you in her bed, her kitchen. She had me up against the wall. She said, Shane Sams, you got babies. You had a good job with insurance. You have flipped out. You have lost your mind, son. And she was mad. She was really, really mad at me. But then people over the week saw, oh, wait a minute, this is going pretty good. Wait a minute, they bought a new car. Wait a minute, Shane's not in jail yet. What's going on? They're not divorced. Like this, all this, these yeah, things yeah. are happening. Well, then if, about two months later, a friend of ours named Lindsay walked up to Jocelyn after Sunday school. And instead of saying, what are you doing? She said, how are you doing that? How are, How did you guys quit your job? I would Come love yeah. to stay home and homeschool my children. And I would need to replace this much of my income to do that. And she's like, can you show me how to make money online? And Jocelyn and I were like, sure, why not? I mean, and we did. And she went out and created products and launched. And it was a really prototype version of what we teach now. But like she went out, she replaced enough of her income where she quit her job. She stayed home and she homeschooled her children. And one day her husband, his name's JT, a good friend of mine, walked up to me. We were in that, I, I knew a secret shortcut to get to the nursery. So I could avoid the line. you find that secret shortcut in your church. You know what I mean? So I went back the secret way and he was going the same way. And he goes, hey, man, I need to tell you something. And he started crying and he had tears in his eyes. And he was like, dude, that what you taught, Lindsay, changed our life. Like not only is she home and homeschooling our kids, but man, we just went to Florida and we never could have afforded that on one income. If you hadn't, we just took our kids to a vacation. And I want to let you know that I'm going back to school this summer. I'm going to get my PhD. I've always wanted to be a college professor and I got enough money to pay for tuition. Now I don't have to go in debt over it. And it, this just, just changed our life completely, man. And we hugged it out and I was crying at that point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he's, 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 he teaches in college right now up in uh, Richmond, Kentucky. So like wow. when I got in the car that day, man, I said, uh, if, if what we figured out changed our life and what we taught JT and Lindsay changed their life, this could change other people's lives too. And it wouldn't be like these people who are just trying to milk everybody drawing courses. Like we would really be trying to help families change their life. Like that that's gonna be our focus. We're gonna focus all on families mm-hmm. so that they can have more time with their kids. So they don't have to make these choices. Like we should teach people how to do this. Um, mm-hmm. And I—and then we, so we started brainstorming it. And I remembered my mom told me I'd flipped out. So I was like, we should call it Flipped Lifestyle because everybody oh, nice. thinks we're crazy, right? And we and that's yeah. where it came from. And we started our podcast. Um, I flew out to San Diego and met Pat and taught, told him all about our story and how he had helped us. And I, it was, I was lucky because, well, I won't say lucky. I was fortunate to, to put myself in the right place to be in the right place at the right time because Pat wasn't so big then. So I was emailing him our whole journey. Right. And so we became good friends. He had me on his podcast. We went on a bunch of other podcasts and we just grew this business of mm-hmm. help helping family focused entrepreneurs create enough income to become and stay self-employed, take total control of their time, change their family's future first, and then start working on that family tree, leaving inheritance to your children's children. So that's been our mission for the past four or five years is to do that. It's why we sold elementary librarian was just to go all in on this ridiculous opportunity uh, that God's, given to us and this voice that we've got in the, yeah. in the marketplace. So
0: I love that. So I, you know, it's funny one time I was on uh, uh channel three, good morning, Arizona, the queen of clean, right. Cause <laughs> of our the equipment that we wrote and, and she was, a, and I did a demonstration right in the showroom floor of channel three. And they were so like, it was like incredible. Like, I mean, our tools really just, it's amazing. Yeah. Anyways, she goes, she, I turned around and I showed her the phone number on the, well, she said, if anybody would like to, you know, have thought about doing this, you know, and I turned around and showed her the, I had my phone number on the back of my shirt real big, right? Because, hey, when you've got an audience, right? And it's like, you need to make sure that they can get a hold of you. Yeah. She's like, oh my gosh, is this a commercial or what? Well, so when I was, when you were talking, I was like going in my mind, I was like thinking like, so like, I was thinking of saying this, I'm going to say it, but it's like, it's not, the intention isn't to make it a commercial, but just so I'm clear right? You set up coaches, you set up people that want to be mentors, you set up people that have digital products already, you set up people that have podcasts already, whatever it is, that skill set that they have, or that wisdom that they have over time. I mean, you need people with like some, you know, it's really a skill set, because you want them to be successful. But if they really have that, that you take them through a step by step product, you basically hold their hand all the way, right? And they can get on the phone with you or on the phone or however you do that. I obviously they can get on your podcast and ask you questions. They can get on your Facebook site. I mean, it's amazing. And it's really, even though it sounds like, hey, you kind of make it sound like, hey, it's tough, it's tough. And it is tough. But it's not that tough.
1: Well, it's I mean, it's, it's it's simple, not easy, is what I always say. That's because, what I mean. It's like yeah.
0: you gotta just trek through. And I think the one of the things that I've found. You know, I keep trying to prove God wrong, but you know how—that's not gonna work. He says, "Lean not on your own understanding, but acknowledge Me in all your ways, and I will direct your path." I didn't, might not got that exactly right. But lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Well, the challenging part—you see the path, but He only directs your footsteps one step at a time. Yeah, and that might be, you know, that one step. And you know, I think honestly, for for me. My one step today was having you on here. I'm so excited about this. This is awesome. So that one step for the people that are listening might be go to the show notes. And, you know, I'm sure you have, you know, you have a free website. I know that about this. And I think you, do you have any, um, um, you have your membership stuff going on. And I'm going to put all, the, all your links and everything in the show notes. So how can our viewers get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, the best way to do it is to go and you're listening to a podcast right now. So you might as well type in Flipped Lifestyle, F-L-I-P-P-E-D, Lifestyle, and listen to the Flipped Lifestyle podcast. Every week, I have two podcasts where I help real members of our community get their membership going, get their online business going. And uh, so listen to the podcast, check that out. And then, hey... We're an open book, man. Our entire program is open and free for 30 days at flippedlifestyle.com slash free. Um, This is a refined program that we've been putting together for like almost like seven or eight years now. We've coached thousands of people through uh, starting, building, launching, and growing membership sites. And like, we're so confident in it. We open the doors. If you want to come kick the tires, come hang out with me on Q&As, come check out our forums, Uh, come check out all of our courses and stuff. It's free for 30 days. By the end of that 30 days, you're going to have your idea. We're going to have you uh, yeah. taking those next steps and it's in bite-sized chunks. So flippedlifestyle.com slash free. That's F-R-E-E. And uh, you can start a 30-day trial anytime you want and, uh, and come check it out. We'd love to help you and your family awesome. build a better future. Awesome. I love that. And that's, you know,
0: that like when we, we teach biblical principles, that's a biblical principle. And the Bible says, whatever man sows that shall he also reap with the same measure he uses, it'll be measured back to him. And that's something that you're freely giving with no obligation whatsoever. And just, hey, Taste and see, like it's like taste and see that the Lord is good. Once mm. you experience the love of God, you're you're hooked. You you're know hooked what I mean man. It's like once you experience the right mentor and the right person, if you want look, if you want to learn to play basketball, you go to somebody that has the right the same mindset, the same values that you do. Yep. that really is good at basketball. You don't go to just anybody. You go to yeah. somebody that's a coach
1: that and does I this. did not have this, people, when I started out. That's why we made it this way. I was like, I wish I'd had this. It wouldn't have took us a year and a half to figure it out, right? Like, we'll get, oh you, there. Like, we'll get you there a whole lot faster. Yeah,
0: so launch, grow, scale your membership. Awesome. Thank you. Any closing words for us?
1: Hey, man, I just wanted to appreciate what you're doing. Like, I love uh, meeting other people who are out there using their voice uh, for God. Um, like, we have a Bible verse on every one of our podcasts. I was telling you about this before air. Like, you know, the reason we do that is because one of the like within two months of having a podcast, a person from Iran reached out to me and said, hey, I get your podcast through a VPN, but I don't have credit cards. I don't have anything else. And I would love uh, if I could be in your membership. So I gave them a membership for free because they couldn't get it any other way. But it made me realize my little podcast from southeast Kentucky had somehow cut through the barriers of the Iranian government's control over the Internet. And, wow. and maybe, maybe people unreached people in Iran were listening to me. So I actually started uh, reading Bible verses at the end of every single podcast, just in case that I was cutting through the noise in, in places where unreached people groups uh, were not able to even hear the, the Bible or the gospel and to see you being on fire for Christ and, and doing wow. this and putting your Bible, uh, putting the Bible in the word first and the Bible there, man, I just want to say, Hey, keep going, keep building this thing. I love what you're doing. And uh, it's one reason that I said, "Hey, I'll yeah, I'll jump on the show with you." So I appreciate you, George, awesome. for everything you're doing, too, man.
0: Awesome! Thank you, guys, so much for joining us today. And again, all of Shane's um, information will be in the show notes. So we'll see you on the inside. God bless.